Welcome to Ebtide Wellness, where you learn mindfulness-based techniques to help you meet the flow of your life. Here, we authentically explore what is going on within us to best meet what is happening around us. There's no stopping life, but we can meet it no matter what the tide. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Rupp, inviting you to be Ebtide Well. Hello, welcome to Ebtide Wellness, the podcast. I'm Dr. Heather Up, your host, and today our topic is happiness. We're going to talk about what it is and how to have it. So first, on a scale from one to 10, one being none, like no happiness at all, 10 being living happiness in every moment and every cell, on a scale from one to 10, how happy would you say you are? And rather than the number, what I'm most interested in is how did you answer this? You know, what was your criteria or your definition to access what happiness was for you? Was it a feeling in the body or just an emotion? Like you'd had a good day or you just went for a run or someone just gave you a compliment. So you're like, yeah, I'm happy. Was it a justification? I should be happy. Everything's going pretty well for me. I mean, why aren't I happy? Was it a checklist? Like, I've got the house, I've got the kids, I've got the job, I've got the look, whatever your (laughs) checklist is for uh, looking the part of happiness. And this isn't to judge, but it's to introspect. What is happiness? We don't know. Most of us just don't know what happiness is. I'll never forget, maybe, I don't know, over 15 years ago, I went to a yoga retreat with my sister in Costa Rica. It was very exciting. I hadn't really done that much of that sort of in-depth healing work before. So I was pretty wide-eyed and ignorant. (laughs) Innocent maybe is a better word. Let's go with innocent. And there is one opportunity to have a massage from two people, like two people massaging you at once. And I was like, hey, that's super cool. Why not? Well, these people, they were amazing. This couple, they had tremendous energy work incorporated into the massage. And so they were very powerful and the experience was very powerful. And it rocked me physically. So if you haven't done much physical healing work or – uh, energetic healing work, and then you dive in. It's like it's like going um, into the sun without sunscreen. You get a little burned. And so I hadn't done much at that point of that deep level. And so I got rocked. I mean, I was sick. I got a sore throat. I was throwing up. I was having all sorts of other things happen that I don't want to talk about. <laughs> there was a fever. I mean, I was sick because I was having a major they call it a healing crisis, which is actually a good thing. Your body is is reorienting itself to the new energy of healing, but it's not always pleasant on the physical spectrum. And so, of course, the um, practitioner, one in particular, they were a little, you know, kind of concerned. They didn't feel terribly happy that they'd caused me so much physical distress. And so they kind of looked out for me over the week, but I was like, no, 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 I'm good. 
I'm good. Like, we don't need to keep working on this. I like thought I was good. I was like, oh, I just kind of got sick. But the practitioner before the end of the trip, he came up to me with such sincere eyes that I've never forgotten. And he just said, be happy. And that stuck with me because at the time, I always had a smile on my face. My life looked great. I thought I was happy. I was like, yeah, I'm happy. Things are good. I'm achieving. I'm looking the part. The lifestyle structure seems to fit what happiness is supposed to look like for me. But someone who had worked with my energy knew that there was a deep lack of happiness within me because there was a deep lack of the necessary self-love and present-minded awareness to facilitate happiness. And so his advice of be happy has been something I have come back to for the last 15 years. And of course, with happiness for me came health, true happiness. So what am I talking about? What is this actual happiness? <laughs> well, let's make a list. When you really take a deep breath, really let yourself sit with it. What is happiness for you? What's the feeling? And then another list, just as helpful, what is not happiness? What's the feeling? For me and for many people, happiness is a feeling of contentment and satisfaction where we say, this is enough. I am enough. This moment is enough. It's no more striving. It's no more grasping. It's no more clinging. It's allowing the moment to be as it is and giving ourselves the gift of saying, cool, everything's good here. It's satisfaction in the present moment. And that's where you find stillness and peace and this feeling of happiness. It's not the new purse. It's not the dopamine rush of a compliment or someone telling you, oh my God, you did amazing. That is not happiness. What else did you figure out is not happiness? Things. Checklist of your accomplishments. Other people, oh my gosh, other people are not your happiness. Our happiness is completely dependent on our internal relationship to our life as we live it in the present moment. Please hear that again. Your happiness is dependent entirely on you and how you're relating to living your life in each and every moment. 
A lot of responsibility in that. But it's the easiest thing in the world when you just let yourself do it. Your happiness is not dependent on the things you've acquired. Sure, I mean, I just got a new car. It, it's fun. <laughs> and it helps me do things that make me happy, like go kayaking or go hiking or have the top off. But that's not true happiness. Without that car, I would still be excited to be outside because for me, that's happiness in the present moment. The car is not the happiness. It's how I then am able to live in the present moment as related to that. It's not the things. We all like stuff. It can, it can be fun, but that's not what we can be dependent on. Your happiness is not dependent on people. It is not fair to the people you love in your life to make your happiness dependent upon them. That is not their job. Your job is to facilitate your own happiness. Conditions of which might be easier when you're surrounded by someone you love or you've got children running around. But why do those people make you happy? Not because you're grasping them and you have to have them and without them you'd be miserable. But because in that moment, you're feeling something related to just being with them, that it is enough. You're feeling the love. You're feeling the relating. But the people will come and go. It's a fact none of us like to acknowledge, but we all will go. Circumstances always change. And our happiness is mostly limited by our resistance to things changing because the external is what's making us happy, we think. So we think if I've got to move houses or I've got to change jobs or that relationship's over or something has happened and shifted my family structure, a divorce, children go to college, then our happiness is not possible in the way it was. Bullshit. Things have changed. It might have been easier to find what made you happy in the old circumstance, but moving into a new circumstance can allow you to find the same happiness. You just have to open to it and stop grasping and clinging for things. That's what's making you unhappy. Happiness is dependent on you and you alone and how you are relating to your life. What life gives you, nothing to do with your happiness. What you have, what you achieve, who's in your life, nothing to do with your happiness. So we have to go inside. I'm not saying don't find the joy and the excitement and the thrill. I love that stuff. Let's all enjoy the dopamine, but don't make yourself dependent on it. If happiness for you is a dopamine rush, you'll be going to the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, and never satisfied. You'll never be happy. So how do we get this happiness inside of ourselves? It's not a doing. It's not an achieving. It's not an acquiring. The Lama Jendam Rinpoche says, happiness cannot be found through great effort and willpower, but is already here right now in relaxation and letting go. 
Okay. He says it's already here. <laughs> Do you know that? It is already here. It has been there always. And us humans have just done a really good job with our thoughts of blocking ourselves from that thing that we want most in the world. And actually, in the seeking the happiness, we've taken it away from ourselves. So the things that we do to try to achieve happiness based on external circumstances become stories of ourselves. Our roles in life are the way we talk about ourselves, the way we justify our existence. Well, if that's threatened, we feel very scared and unhappy. Our acquisitions we think will make us happy. But the seeking, the craving, the wanting, the not having those blocks our happiness. Needing people, being unable to be happy with our own self. I'm not saying there's not challenges or grief or deep pain. But those things do not mean that we can't find happiness. Happiness is not blocked by suffering and pain and challenge. In fact, in those times is where we might be most aware of what true genuine happiness is when we see it in the bird call or the gentle smile or that feeling of connection with someone else. Where we lose happiness is when we cover up our challenges, our suffering, our pain, and block ourselves from that vulnerable rawness and potential to heal, which blocks ourselves from true happiness as well. You also might try to achieve happiness by controlling your path to it. How does it feel to be in control? Probably not very easeful. You can't be in control. Another spoiler. You can't. People can't make you happy. Things being in control can't make you happy. That creates suffering for you and blocks you from happiness because inevitably you struggle trying to make something that happen that's not yours to make. These are called conditions of happiness. I'll read you a quote by Thich Nhat Hanh. Carried away by our worries, we're unable to live fully and happily in the present. Deep down, we believe we can't really be happy just yet, that we still have a few more boxes to be checked off before we can really enjoy life. We speculate, dream, strategize, and plan for these conditions of happiness we want to have in the future, and we can continually chase after that future even while we sleep. We have many fears about the future because we don't know how it's going to turn out. And these worries and anxieties keep us from enjoying being here now. Conditions of happiness, he talks about. Our anxiety and our worries that we won't meet the conditions to finally be happy. The irony is that it blocks us from being happy in the moment where we could just be happy. It's ridiculous that we've done this. So what is blocking you? Where can you let go of a condition of happiness and just be happy right 
now. Mother Teresa says, be happy in the moment, that's enough. Each moment is all we need, not more. So we no longer strive to meet a condition to be happy. But for happiness to be felt, we simply open up to the moment where it already exists and cultivate what that is in the moment for us. It's not things, but over and over again, you will find yourself coming down to love, connection, and kindness. Not dependent on what's around you, but coming from within you to whatever is around you. And then you will always have the self-ordained capacity to be happy. Our work then is just to cultivate in the present moment your happiness. And now that you know what that feels like and what that is, tune into it. So when it happens in your life, you say, oh, yes, I will allow more of this. I will release more of that. I will soften more into the experience that then I feel like I have enough. This is enough and I am enough. And in that satisfaction, you will be happy. Let's allow ourselves now to come into a meditation where we might connect to the happiness that is already within us. You might close your eyes or lower your gaze and just find a posture that feels right for you. As you turn inward, as you make the switch from external to internal, allow yourself to hook into sensations of breathing. Let the breath be your anchor as you turn inward and release wherever the mind has had you engaged, stuck in delusion. Step out of that. Come into the breath instead. As you center into this breath, you go beneath the thinking mind, the mind that tells you your conditions of happiness, what you need to be, it needs to be, they need to be. So allow your thoughts to fade into the past, not because you're getting rid of them, but because you're not giving them your attention, but you're turning to what makes you happy. And in that moment, let that be the breath. Breath 
is enough right now. Let that be enough. The mind wander to something, decide that simply being in the breath in the moment is enough and notice what you find there for yourself. settling more deeply into that experience of breath, we might be getting closer to what we call happiness. Breath can get us even deeper into that place. On the exhales, I invite you to release from yourself whatever has been blocking you from actual happiness. You can release those stories and be happy right here. Let go on the exhales. As you gain spaciousness with this release, on the inhales, allow yourself to draw in more of that feeling. Whatever happiness feels like for you. It's not the conditions out there. It's your relationship to those experiences. Allow yourself to draw towards you more of that. Relating to life in a satisfied, kind, compassionate, and loving way and feeling it relates back to you in the same. Draw that in on the inhales. Realizing it's already there. Rest in the space of this breath. And the happiness when we say, this is enough. What does it feel like, the spaciousness and the acceptance of the moment? Becoming familiar of that happiness that is just waiting within you to be felt when you let go of your barriers to it. As you hold this feeling, if you say, oh yes, maybe you remember times you felt that way. The sunset kind exchange with a partner or a stranger even. 
you were creating something you were proud of. Not to become happy, have happy, make happy, but to be in the happy. Allow the body to feel it. Allow the toes to feel sensation of what happy is for you. Steps coming from a path of that. Not short-term rush from external gratification or praise, but from inside. Allow the lower legs to feel what happy is. The knees, the upper legs, the hips, the back, spreading and happy, not burden. Allowing the arms to relax and ease and happy. Backs of the hands and the fingers. The head, the ears no longer straining for what would make you happy, but turning inward and listening to why you already are. Eyes, seeing, enough. Face to relax. And the throat. Body breathed in the field of happy. Coming into the heart space, letting the heart feel happy. It doesn't mean everything is how you want it or even okay, or that there isn't even pain or grief there too. But allow yourself to feel whatever happy is also present in the moment, always. Happy not as an extroverted joy, but as an internal yes, an internal light. Notice how mind changes when we say, this is feeling happy. I already am it, being it always when I allow. It's resting in this sensation, the experience, and reminding yourself it's always there neath the blocks we create and the conditions we've been told have to exist. You've been carrying it around all this time. Let yourself into it. I'll close with an excerpt from a song, Free and Easy, by the Venerable Lama Jendam Rinpoche. Happiness cannot be found through great effort and willpower, but is already present in open relaxation and letting go. 
Don't strain yourself. There is nothing to do or undo. Only our searching for happiness prevents us from seeing it. It's like a vivid rainbow which you pursue without ever catching or a dog chasing its own tail. Although peace and happiness do not exist as an actual thing or place, it is always available and accompanies you in every instant. Wanting to grasp the ungraspable, you exhaust yourself in vain. As soon as you open and relax this tight fist of grasping, infinite space is there, open, inviting, and comfortable. Don't search any further looking for the great awakened elephant who is already resting quietly at home in front of your own hearth. Nothing to do or undo, nothing to force, nothing to want, and nothing missing. I'll see you next week. Be happy and be ebtide well. Thank you so much for listening and showing up, not just for this podcast, but for yourself. To dive deeper with me, check out my website at ebtidewellness.com and learn about personal wellness coaching opportunities and events. If this episode resonated with you, why not share it with someone else who you think might connect with it? I'll see you next week. In the meantime, be ebtide well. Thank you for listening today. Do you wonder what I mean by being ebtide well? Well, it's an integrative practice that uses tools for body, heart, and mind. To be ebtide well, you can find all the resources you need in our online library. It has over 100 videos and includes meditations, yoga sessions, bar, and even acupressure sessions. A one-time cost gives you unlimited access so you can access your wellness, body, heart, and mind. Find it at our website and be uptied well.